Welcome to another episode of The Caption Life, a podcast about how comics and pop culture impact life and society, and vice versa. Coming to you from deep in the heart of Texas, I am Kevin. And from Indianapolis, I am Sean. Before we get started with this episode, please hit that subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on, and follow us on social media under the name at Caption Life on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Reddit. And you can also find out more information and past episodes on our website at thecaptionlife.com. Hey, uh, you know, on this on this podcast before, we've mentioned many times that I have some some doomsday prepper tendencies uh, <laughs> because I have extensive hard copies of a hard copy collection of comics and graphic novels and Blu-rays and DVDs. My Blu-rays and DVDs kind of like, you know, it's one of those things I, I always joke about. Uh, you know, the power grid failing, but I've got all these backups, but even if the power grid fails, I'd, I'd have my kids on a, on a bicycle powering my DVD player. Right. Um, I even have some mixed CDs in the garage, but uh, one of the best things about living in our modern society is access to all the great content that we have uh, from all over the world that you can get on the World Wide Web. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in addition to the myriad of subscription services that you that exist for comics, you also have some really great independent creators that release their content online. And today we have one of those very talented creators joining us. Uh, Elizabeth Lambert is the owner of Lasagna Comics, LLC, and the creator of the comic book Ultraviolet. She's 21 and currently lives in Arizona. When she's not working on Ultraviolet, she's either acting in commercials or hanging out with her puppies. She's been a huge Marvel lover since she was 14 and is constantly inspired by nature, people, and conversations to become the best version of herself each day. Welcome to the show, Elizabeth. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, thanks for joining us. I, I know I um, I came across you the first time um, I saw one of your videos on TikTok. I remember seeing your story about Ultraviolet, which we'll talk about in this episode here mm-hmm. in a little bit. But I just remember thinking like, you know, we got to get Elizabeth on the show. I think she has a really amazing story and everything. So I'm really excited that you're with us. Oh, so Thank you. <laughs> it means so much. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so... We like to ask this question of all our guests that comes on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, since we're all fans and influenced by comics, we want to ask you what got you into comics, both as a fan and as a writer. Um, so that's a great question. I think we'll dive into the like fan aspect first. Um, okay. It's kind of corny, but you know, being like a high school teenager, you're like full of hormones and stuff. And the guys that I was attracted to in high school were all over comics, and I was like that's the way to their heart. Like, you know, people are like, Oh, the best way to a man's heart is their stomach. No, it's comics. And it works. Um, so after school, like after cheer practice and stuff, um, my dad worked all the way, like 30 minutes away from where we lived. So I had to kill time. Um, and there's this comic book store that's probably like five minutes away from my school walking distance. And I was like, Hmm, if I learn enough about this, I can get the right type of guys that I like to like me. Um, and then from there, I just remember walking in and was like super overwhelmed. There were so many issues and volumes. And I was like, I, I know of Spider-Man and I know of like, you know, like the Fantastic Four. And I just looked at the clerk and I was like, where do I start? Um, and it was just, it, it took off from there. It wasn't like, I was like, oh, screw guys. Like, this is great. Like this is, this is all I need. Um, and from there, I mean, I fell in love with the cinematics being an actress. Um, I don't know. It was just super captivating. Um, you know, you have like Lord of the Rings and all of the sci-fi stuff, but there's something very powerful about, um, superheroes and it just, it's the, common idea that everybody has the consensus that we come to that it just takes you somewhere else like for a little bit and pulls you into that world uh that really kept me going so there'd be times where you know I pack my cheer bag and we're like getting ready for a game and I'm sitting on the bus like reading a comic and like the other girls (laughs) on the bus are like what are you you doing and I'm like reading the comic and um Elizabeth, your life story sounds like if it were made into a movie, it'd be the first like biography film that was ever like science fiction <laughs> because a pretty a pretty cheerleader who uh, takes up reading comics to meet boys sounds like make believe. Absolutely, I, I know, and I, I tell people all the time they're like, "There's no way," and I'm like, "You will do some crazy things for people that you are attracted to." 
So yeah. Um, and then uh, from like the writer's aspect, I wasn't planning on doing this at all. And I think when people see the content that I produce, they're like, Oh, like you've been doing this for years. I'm like, no, this is my first year doing this. Um, <laughs> I just remember sitting there and, you know, I just started professionally acting like a year ago, things were slowing down. I just started getting into cosplay and, um, I was just like, why not? Like, why not go for it? Why not make a comic book out of my original character and see where it goes? Um, and I guess I have a knack for it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and honestly, it's just that overwhelming power of being able to create a universe that you have control over that has kept me addicted and wanting to write more for her story. So mm-hmm. That's, that's very cool. That's awesome. Thank you. So let's let's talk about that story, mm-hmm. um, Ultraviolet, which Sean mentioned. We came across the comic from watching a TikTok video of yours, and it's heavily inspired by Spider Man. Can you tell us a little bit more about uh, your web comic and what it's about? Um, so the original Ultraviolet script was written to be in the Marvel universe. Um, I was just like, oh, you know they're running out of characters. And I was like, you know, if she gets big enough, like it's, it's a great character enough to where it's original in its own place, but also has a spin on something that everybody knows and loves already. Um, But when stuff starts taking off and the brands start recognizing what you're doing, uh, that's kind of how, you know, you're at the next level. Um, (laughs) Cause nobody on the team was thinking about trademarks or copyright infringement and, Mm-hmm. It kind of hit us and we were like, oh, we can, we can get into some trouble for this. Right. Um, so the original story was inspired by Venom. I just, I, I love the idea of symbiotes and um, the type of relationship that they have, um, that the, the alien itself has its own personality, but when they combine together, it's almost like a joint fusion of the personalities together. So um mm-hmm. Basically, without spoiling much, because I know the first issue, the first issue is a great place to start, but the second issue just has all of the meat and potatoes that I can't, I just, it's so hard not to spoil, but (laughs) um, an alien comes down to earth and Jay's in her first semester of college. Um, She's getting everything sorted out. The first issue kind of takes you through um, what it's like to be in Jay's shoes, um, being that she does have ADHD. Um, She's just kind of like, all over the place in the first issue. Um, Mm -hmm. And then the alien does come to earth in a huge solar flare and finds her way to Jay. And that's kind of where we end off in the first issue. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's a really good uh, web comic. I remember going through it, and, and it's and uh, I really like a lot of the characters and the different portrayals that you have in there, um, and where the story is going. And one of the things that we really notice is that there's a lot of representation going on with people with you know different skin color, different sizes, personalities. Like you mentioned, Jay has ADHD, and so there's a lot of di- diversity representation in this web comic, mm-hmm. which we both enjoyed that part of it because you don't see Mm -hmm. that um very often um nowadays i mean you start seeing that now Mm -hmm. um but i mean i I think this has a lot more diversity than some of the other comics that i have seen or that read through so Mm -hmm. um so clearly this was important for you to include can you share what your journey was like that influenced you to include that diverse representation in your comic oh yeah um we're pretty open about it seeing when marvel did try to add that expansive diverse universe that they did with the uh the I forgot what they were called but it was just that group of like Marvel voices I don't think it was it was like the one with like the internet gas and like snowflake and like the different like it was just it it never got produced like they put it into production they were all new characters but it was just it was bad it was just like forced and like they like the snowflake thing, they made like a non-binary character with like, you know, like an internet term that people usually use derogatory. And we mm-hmm. were just kind of like, oh, like this is, this is not what people want. Like, it's not hard to, especially for my artists. I mean, I didn't have to ask them to like, you know, make different shades or, you know, put people with vitiligo in the background. Um, 
Right. It was just like second nature to them. And it was like, if we could take those two seconds to, you know, put in that extra work instead of making everybody, you know, the same shade or like the same shape um, Mm -hmm. people, we were like, you know, maybe they'll notice it. If not, you know, that's good on us. And I remember Mm -hmm. the feedback was just people noticed and they were just like, that's me. That's what I look like. And, you know, we wanted to come to a place because people are all about representation these days, but it kind of feels like forced representation sometimes Mm -hmm. where it's just like the character's whole personality is ADHD or their whole personality is being plus sized and they have no depth like beyond that. And we're like, well, if we can just, take people who just so happen to be plus size or just so happen to have ADHD or just so happen to come from like a single family household, like, and not mm-hmm. shove it down people's throats. People can feel accepted. It's just, we were just like, it, it's enough. Like there's a very basic way to do it, but also make people feel represented. And that's what we wanted right. to do. Right. Yeah. As somebody who's, who's married to um, a beautiful plus size woman with ADHD, <laughs> uh, that portrayal like what you think that looks like often isn't really what it looks like mm-hmm. and the what you've got going on through your um through your comic the diversity that you've shown it really it really is um uh, something to hang your hat on i think it's i think it's pretty rad thank you um we we also saw that for a while that you were hoping that marvel would pick up your story and use it as part of the spider-man universe uh is that that's that's true yes So I wish, okay, so if I tilt this a little (laughs) bit, you'll see that the very first poster that I made was Mm -hmm. with like Marvel Comics and um, like the actual like Venom symbol. And I went Mm -hmm. to go sell those just for like a cheap buck to put towards the ultraviolet fund. And that was my first taste of a copyright from them. Um, it was on mm-hmm. Redbubble. Mm-hmm. And like a couple days later, I got a notification that was like, um, blah, 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 the company Disney. And I was like, oh, no, <laughs> my heart's not <laughs> like, racing. Yeah, they're coming after you. <laughs> right, yeah. They're like, this is your first warning. Like, if you do it again, like repercussions may occur. And I was like, perfect. Okay. So I just don't do that again. And then right, yeah. um, and the one that's right here, um, that's the second oldest we've been through so many logo changes already um <laughs> but it's all good because it's before you get to see her in the actual costume so mm-hmm. um we did that one when we were very heavy set on her being a part of the spider uh universe mm-hmm. and um there was just huge backlash i mean it wasn't super negative but there was just people who were um keyboard warriors about it that were like you know nothing about this industry like disney's gonna come for your throat and you're gonna get sued and um you know i i'm not gonna lie like it it upset me because you know when you have a certain goal that you're working towards and people kind of shine that light in your face that you didn't think about you're just kind of like you're not wrong but i wish you kind of were wrong so i could just ignore it Um, but then from there, I mean, we transformed the logo into what it is now and we kept Mm -hmm. some elements just in case Disney does come knocking at the door and they're like, Hey, like we do want you to be a part of, you know, like the MCU, but we want you to be a part of the Spider-Verse. And it's like, Oh, sick. Then we just go back to that design. Like, it's okay. (laughs) Um, but even then, um, we're still kind of back and forth about it. We feel like with the traction that she's got just for being like a year old comic. Um, Mm -hmm. We feel like she can get picked up by anyone now, but it's always going to be like the goal at the bottom of my heart to kind of be a part of. It says a lot that you've, you've garnered enough, um, I guess, presence to be on their radar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's very nerve wracking. It keeps me awake at night where it's like, okay, that video is up to like, I have no something million views now and it's like they've had to have seen it and then I wake up and I'm like they've had to have seen it <laughs> like sweating I'm like oh no yeah it's like getting a cease and desist letter and looking at it and it's like signed Disney at the bottom and you're like they know who I am they know who I am they know I exist <laughs> So what you're saying is I have a chance. Awesome. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you have heard of me. 
<laughs> right. Exactly. So, yeah, oh, I man. mean, Marvel is always going to be our end goal. But, you know, if Netflix or A24 were to come along and wanted to do something with us, we're we're not going to say no. I mean, if anything, right. that's kind of like like a win in our eyes because they had the chance to, but somebody else took that before they could. Right. Right. Now, with your webcomic, it hasn't really developed yet to show like any sort of resemblance to the Spider-Man universe just yet. Right. So, so you're at a point where if you need to adjust based on what you're saying, like you could do that and it'll still be distinct enough to where it's, you know, not part of it. I mean, obviously there's some influence on it, but Mm -hmm. it's not, you know, you you can make the argument that it's, it's not a, you know, a violation of copyright or anything at that point. And, And I think that's, that's really exciting is that you can, you know, go in a lot of different direction. And, and I think that way you're not like held back by anything, you know? So right. I, I think that's a, that's a really cool idea. So. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, it's there, but it's not. And that's what I was so glad the lawyer said, because as soon as somebody mentioned, like, they're like, <laughs> count your days, Disney's coming. And I was like, I need like, I need legal help. <laughs> I know. Well, especially when it's I, Disney, right? Like, you know, yes. like it, it's almost like a, a powerhouse that you know if they're coming for you <laughs> yes well i mean i i commend you on being so young but also having like yes. the presence of mind to like like well first of like the way you talk about these things like you you really do know what you're talking about mm-hmm. but secondly to have the presence of mind to to seek legal help and make sure that the thing that you love and are passionate about is is protected because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. i mean yeah. it could be gone in like a moment's notice if i was super reckless yeah. about it Cause and mm-hmm. that's, I mean, I, I have to be responsible now. Um, you know, before I was just kind of like, Oh, like, we'll, we'll see where it goes. But I have a team that, you know, if this takes off, they, they can live off of this. Like I can live off of this and that's not the end goal, but it's gotten way too serious now. And people have become way too involved in it now for me to not mm-hmm. take it as serious as someone should. Right. It's our dream too. like our dream is to have this podcast become so popular that we can quit our day jobs. And it and, will. Uh, we, we have, yeah. How awesome. I hope so. Yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we want to buy, we want to buy a house next door to each other in Orlando, Florida, so that we can record our podcast <laughs> and go to Disney world. That's all. That. We want. That's so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin already thought about like having not just like houses, but like a compound where we have like each of our families have a house. And then there's like mm-hmm. a third building in between where it's like our, not just like yeah, a podcast studio, but like multimedia. Cause he and I do a lot of video editing oh, stuff. And so, so dope. Yeah, that's but with so a game cool. with a game room, right. <laughs> yeah. okay. and and a and a bed shaped like a Star Wars Tie Ooh, Fighter. You, do and, you guys have the uh, movie a couple room though, cool... with the reclining seats? Because that's a nice oh yeah, oh, definitely. yeah, okay, definitely, okay. yeah, yeah, definitely. And again, Kevin, Kevin's the one that suggested all this. I was like, I I did not think of this, but I will definitely do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go along with it. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say no to that. So yeah. <laughs> Well, and and I guess because we were talking about like the differences in generation between, Mm -hmm. you know, the the three of us before we started recording is Mm -hmm. I think one of the things that gets more difficult now for anybody um, in today's uh, digital age is that a lot of stuff that you create that's shared out is just so publicly accessible that like when Kevin and I were growing up, it's like people can like draw or do the kinds of things that you're doing. Mm -hmm. And probably a lot harder for companies to be aware of that because we didn't have all this publicly accessible, like content creation tools that we have now. And so I, I feel like, you know, this, um, this day and age is just, it's a lot harder. You have to be cognizant more of the trademark stuff and the copyright stuff as well, too. So it's, yep. I can only imagine like you being at 21 having to go through all that stuff, just how <laughs> stressful that has to be, you know? So. I should have gray hairs already, but I don't. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> um, all mine fell out just because of all that stuff, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. You, you didn't even have these problems and you lost all your hair. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, um, so let's change gears a little bit. So, um, so we talked about your webcomic, but you also mentioned how you're doing some acting as well too. And you just wrapped up filming, um, a, a movie, I believe, right. Being mm-hmm. directed by Rob Snyder called daddy daughter trip. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what the movie is about and when it'll come out? Can you share any of that information here? Yeah. Um, so I don't know the ETA of when it comes out, um, we're okay. like the last to know as always, but I'm not complaining. Like I was in a movie with Rob Schneider. Like that's, that's the badge I will wear. I just have to get it printed on a t-shirt when I go out (laughs) places. I'm like, ask me about it. Go ahead. Do it. Yeah. Um, 
Um, <laughs> but I believe the movie is about, they, they really didn't tell us anything. They were just kind of like, right. Rob Schneider is going to be here. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, if we're here, I think that's a pretty common experience when you're acting is that mm-hmm. you don't know all the details of what nope. the movie's about. You're just kind of given like what you're going to be doing and that's pretty much it. Right. Right. Um, yeah. But there was like a brief synopsis that we were given. Uh, I believe like him and his daughter want to go on a road trip, but they can't afford it. So throughout the whole movie, like when they are close to running out of money, they like, he does some wacky jobs. Um, the scene that I'm in, um, they rented out like one of our, our food cities, which is um, like a little local Mexican um, based like food hub. And mm-hmm. there was barely any air conditioning in the back when I got there. Um, <laughs> none of the trailers were there and like nothing <laughs> from production was there. And I was sitting in my car and I was like, okay, I'm like 15 minutes early. Like, <laughs> so I called the producer producer's like, Oh yeah. Like we're, we're wrapping up a scene and that usually means it's going to be another hour. So I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm just gonna, I'm going to sit inside the food city and, Right. We're sitting there and there's people that I've known from different sets that I've worked on here in Arizona, um, mm-hmm. like the costume and makeup. And it felt good to see familiar faces, um, but they didn't close down the food city. So okay. they had like half of it blocked out and like <laughs> there's cameras and lights and half of the other people walking in are like, what the heck? <laughs> um, <laughs> So I meet the other extras in the scene. I'm I'm called in to be a cashier. So they picked mm-hmm. us based off of our headshots. I submitted like three or four times for different roles and they finally like picked me. And I was like, yeah, I look like a cashier. <laughs> Great. Um, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and um, I just remember, you know, they asked us to pick out our wardrobe and I read my email wrong and I didn't have any shirts like as backup and I was only wearing a tank top and and she was like oh okay well um like let's go get our wardrobe and there was a Walmart that was like two minutes away it's like oh okay I'm just gonna go I'm gonna go to my car and go get my wardrobe and I, it's the fastest I've ever driven in my life I was just, like, <laughs> throwing different shirts in from the Walmart and I came back and the costume designer was like, Oh, you see that trailer? Like that's our costume. Like you could have just picked something up from there. And I was like, now I know. Right. Um, yeah. Did you keep your, did you keep your receipts and take it all back? Or did you had, had you pulled the tags off already to make it look like off. you had oh. yeah. <laughs> such is life. Yeah. Although a lot okay. of times they'll still take it back if it's, you know, yeah. seems like it's still in good condition, but it was still good enough though. Like I was like, Oh, I can just use these when I need them next. Like I don't have all mm-hmm. of my shirts have graphic prints on them. So it's like, right. I need these. It's okay. Um, <laughs> so they put us in the scene and you know, I'm, I've never been behind a cash register like that in my life. I've never been like a grocery store cashier. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm having the time of my life. Like, I'm just like, beep, bop, boop, 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 scanning stuff. <laughs> and, um, uh, the lady next to me in the scene, like she's putting stuff through and, um, Rob comes in and is like, riding in his cart and like flips over and like his legs are like flailing and I'm trying my hardest not to laugh and I'm like okay like keep it together and we do it for a couple takes and um the producers come back and they're like hey all we can see is like the tip of your afro in the clip I was like Mm. oh so do I get to go home? They're like, no, we want you for another scene. Like you're here for a reason. <laughs> and I was right. like, great. Um, so actually like blessed enough to be there and actually have an interaction with Rob. Um, he was like walking around set cause he's playing actor and he's also doing director at the same time. Mm-hmm. So he comes up, he's probably like the same height as me and right. um, he comes up and he's, cross-eyed like he I guess he could just tell that I'm nervous and he was just like nice to meet you I'm Rob Schneider and I was like (laughs) oh my god like you're so funny um and he asked for my name and he was like okay so what I'm gonna do in the scene is I'm gonna I'm gonna take these eggs and I'm gonna try to throw them in my cart but I'm gonna drop them all and I'm gonna break them so I need you to just 
like react as if I wasn't Rob Schneider and, you know, go from there, like give the audience like a reaction that they deserve, but we can only do it so many times. Cause you know, it's, it's actual produce. Like anything that he mm-hmm. touched in the store was real. And they just were like, all right, Rob broke the saltine packets again. Like, go oh, go put those up so we can ring them up. Um, <laughs> which is so cool. But you know, it was yeah. a lot of pressure because now a I'm, I'm acting after him and like, I have to not laugh. I have to <laughs> like give him a good reaction and I have to do it in pretty much one take. So they don't have to clean up the eggs again. Right. So I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm sweating and I'm just like, Oh, I, I, I can't, I, I, I can't like this man is too funny. And I don't know what happened. Like he, they yelled action. He did his stuff. Um, I walked up and I, I, guess I made like a really funny face and um he was just like oh my gosh like that's perfect yeah yes keep going keep going look back again (laughs) and he yelled cut and I have never seen somebody sorry dad whenever you watch this I've never seen somebody so proud of me before (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking it would have been hilarious if it would have been hilarious if he'd have cut the tension like right before the scene and said like don't worry Elizabeth you can do it. <laughs> oh, he was doing that all day long for everyone. Oh, yeah. like, I'm not I would expect do it. nothing less. <laughs> That's awesome. I love um, that he can but, own up to that too, right? <laughs> oh, he he was quoting it all day long. He was super nice, like super super yeah. nice for being out cool. in the easy heat like filming all day. But um That's yeah, awesome. he came up after and he was like Elizabeth, right? And I was like, Rob, I just told you my name like five minutes ago. <laughs> like, like, oh my gosh, he like shook my hand. He was like, that was one of the best one takes I've ever seen. And I was like, oh my God, like, oh. that's awesome. <laughs> Stop it. So they had me You're watch the kind. scene. I didn't think it was funny, but everybody else around me was laughing. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm an actor. I'm an actor. And then I guess. The icing on the cake was after we were all done, um, you know, everybody wants a selfie with Rob Schneider. So Mm -hmm. I was like trying to think of a way that I could get in and like ask him. And after he was done changing, I I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to ask for a picture. Like if it comes up and he asks me like, oh, do you want a picture? I'll do it that way. Um, Mm -hmm. But I like shook his hand. I was like, thank you so much for the notes. Like, you know, that, that honestly made my day. And he was like, oh no, like you were excellent. Like you were so good. Like, I will definitely see you like in another production. And then the other extras were like, Oh, let's like, let's take a picture. And then he, ah, I'm not going to get emotional, but he was like, yeah, like we can all take a picture. And then he turns to me, he's like, but I want a picture with just her. And I was like, Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> Sweet. Like, oh my gosh. That's great. <laughs> so much. Ah. And where's that, where's that framed at in your, in your office? Oh, there? You know, out of all the things that I, I have it on my Instagram, but I have not put it up yet, but that is a very good idea. And I really need to, <laughs> I just need to get it printed out on a t-shirt. That's, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That is awesome. I love, that's a great story. Thank I love you. that. Guys are like, I'm happy for you. It's just like, God, that's gotta be like, that's, that's like in the, world of Hollywood that's like a small thing but that's like a huge thing for somebody who's never even like dreamed of going that direction right like yeah. that's awesome I he love just that kept going like Elizabeth right and I was like he's trying to remember my name for the yes. next movie like <laughs> yes Rob yes please I, that's great I hope that that's just the tip of the iceberg in your like Hollywood experience mm-hmm. I hope that yeah. you like you one day get to you get to thank Rob Schneider for giving you your big break at your like Golden yes. Globes acceptance oh, speech sure. or something. Like on Jimmy Kimmel or something, they like pull it up behind the screen. Right. Yeah, like there's a, there's a <laughs> selfie of you and Rob Schneider. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. Now, now, is that a, a speaking role or did you not speak in that scene? Um. So I was kind of jealous, I'm not going to lie, because once you get a speaking role, um, you, number one, your, your pay goes up, but number right. two, you become like, <laughs> affiliated in SAG and that's kind of like where I wanted to be. And one of the girls got to do that. And I was like, darn, like, come on. Um, Yeah. No, I I guess my face said it all. I didn't need to say anything. And I I mean, it's (laughs) literally like, (laughs) I wouldn't have been having that Elizabeth. Every, every take, my reaction would have been like, holy crap. Like I would have said something. Oh, don't want me to say anything. You're like making noises. They're like, no, sell it with your face. And I was like, okay, but I, they're keeping it in the movie and it's a solid, like 
That's awesome. Five or six seconds of just me being on the screen. And I, I can't. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> can't, can't bargain with that. So. Right. Well, and, and the fact that like he said, he he's, you know, once you like in a future production, like I think that's awesome to hear, you know, so yeah. You, you didn't get that speaker yeah. roll this time, but it sounds like next time you probably will. So with that'd be Sandman, that'd be awesome. With all of yeah. them, Chris Rock, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's hope he remembers your name. Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, man, that was the. That's a great story. I'm like, Thank I've you. lost track of where my notes <laughs> it were. It's like a fairy tale every time I tell it. Oh, I, honestly, like I, I could listen to you, like keep talking about that. Cause it's just like, I'm, I'm getting like lost in this story. It's just like, this is amazing. Like I, I'm just so happy for you. It's just, it's like a dream come true. It's not even my dream. It didn't happen to me. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> have, um, have you, you've mentioned being in commercials and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, before, have you had, what are, what are some of the other kinds of experiences that you've had or is there anything on YouTube that we can find? Like, Oh, there's Elizabeth. Um, there's actually quite a lot going on. Um, my first ever commercial that I booked was for Shamrock farms. Um, they're like mm-hmm. rockin' protein stuff. I was right. a mm-hmm. cow trainer. Um, <laughs> such a, I love cows. So it was just like super, like the timing was perfect. I mean, cows are my favorite mm-hmm. animal. Like I got to work on set, like on the farm at Shamrock farms with literally like hundreds of cows and it was like a four hour drive. I was super hyped the whole time and mm-hmm. got there and I've never seen a real cow until then. And I was like, Oh, you guys are a lot bigger than what I thought. Like, though <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was just eight straight hours of pretending to train cows and different dialogue and mm-hmm. stepping in cow poop and listening to cows poop <laughs> and them trying to eat the boom microphones and stuff. Oh, that's um, awesome. <laughs> they're, they're cute. That's, funny. that's crazy. But yeah, they, they're crazy. Um, and then I did visit Phoenix, which is like the tourist um, little ads that they do. Uh, mm-hmm. That one's not mm-hmm. out yet, but the rock and protein one has been out for a while. I think it's on their Instagram. Um, I'm definitely going to go check that <laughs> yeah. out. Thank you. As everybody who is listening to this podcast. <laughs> yes, should do too. Thank definitely. You. Yes. I think the last thing that I had, I've just been so mixed up in like auditions and like getting it and then like not getting it and then going. And um, the very last one that I did was for Kretschmar Deli, the the meat company. Um, Mm -hmm. They had us in like up north in Arizona, like in the mountains, uh, hiking. Mm -hmm. I, I have asthma, but I was like, I didn't bring my <laughs> inhaler, which is the dumbest thing ever. And I was on set and I was asking my like castmates. I was like, Hey guys, it's a little hard to breathe up here for everyone else. Like, or is it just me? And they're like, no, it's a little hard to breathe. And I was like, okay, cool. Like I could just I can play it off. I'm like, it's all right. Um, <laughs> but they had us like walking and eating meats and then like making sandwiches they're like yeah elizabeth more mayonnaise and i'm like this sandwich is just all mayonnaise and like one slab of meat like they're like take a big bite and i'm like oh my gosh and i guess one of my um like co-workers who was facing the back like points to my sandwich and there was a huge ant on it and they're like another uh... big bite elizabeth and i was like Um, well i can i can tell you man you you're so young and you have like all these great stories already like i i just it's so crazy that 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 things like this happen so fast Mm -hmm. but i can tell you from your story about hiking in the mountains and having asthma Mm -hmm. and being an actress and having to pretend uh you know having to like you know act like you don't right um you could definitely um play a, a teacher now because i can tell you from experience that we have to pretend that we're okay when we're not oh every God. single day oh i salute you guys because that's like that's an everyday occurrence you guys have to like play teacher yeah. simulator all this day is long. fine this is fine everything is on fire yeah. this is fine we're nothing okay. to see here oh my gosh yeah pretending like you totally understood what somebody said but they like definitely are speaking gibberish you have no idea like what meme they're talking about you're like 
Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you could you could play like a guidance counselor and be like, listen, Becky, when I was your age, I started reading comic books to to be able to talk to boys. And she's like, get out of here. Didn't exactly. Exactly. That's not you made that up. <laughs> um, so we want to play a little bit of a game with you since Ultraviolet is, you know, started out kind of being set in the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. We thought we'd play. Uh, a, a little game called The Spider's Right. Oh, I love it! And uh, it's a play on it's a play on The Price Is Right. Mm-hmm. You're going to be playing against Sean. Mm-hmm. He hasn't seen any of these questions, but I'm going to ask you uh, a trivia question okay. with a numerical answer, and the person that gets the closest to the answer without going over because those are the rules mm-hmm. uh, gets the point. Okay. So I think right. I have nine, so we can see who who comes out on top. <laughs> uh, but because it's The Spider's Right, I have to say. Elizabeth Lambert, come on down! <laughs> I wish I was in costume. Shauna, we're just going to pretend you were already there. <laughs> okay, so here's here's the first question. Mm-hmm. Some of these numbers will be small. Some of these numbers will be quite large. Okay. I'm just going to give that, throw that out there. It's going to bounce back and forth. Okay. Closest to the right number without going over wins. Okay. okay? Uh, the first one is a date, too, so this might throw a, a wrench in the whole plan. But what year... Did Spider-Man make his comic debut? Oh, no. No Googling. <laughs> Elizabeth, we'll let you go first on this one, and we'll alternate back and forth. Sean will go first on the next one. Right. It's, it's, it's either in the 50s or 60s. I want to say it's 1959. Okay. 1959 is Elizabeth's answer. Right. Sean? Well, I'm. I'm going to say this. I'm going to just say Sean is wearing Sean is wearing uh, Spider Man pajamas. So uh, I, let's see if he knows the answer. I will say I'm not like I'm not um a how do I want to say this? I I'm a fan of Spider Man, but, but you're not an aficionado, right? Exactly. Like I enjoy the stuff, but he's mm-hmm. not my go to character that I read from Marvel, right? But okay. Um, I will say 1960 because I know he came out in the 60s. I just can't remember exactly what year. So you're going to overbid her by one wow. number? Nice wow. and sexy. <laughs> Sean is ruthless at the spider's right. The correct answer is 1962. Whoa. So the point goes to Sean. Wow. That's like the oldest trick right. in the book, Sean. That's not well, cool. Okay. To be fair, I'll go first this time because it does like, when you yeah, go first, you kind of have who, a disadvantage. Yeah. Okay, yeah. here we go. Uh, how many Spider-Man comics did Stan Lee write? Oh, how many did he write? Yeah, how many stories did Stan Lee oh. write? How many issues of Spider-Man did Stan Lee write? I don't even know. I'll say 37. All right. <laughs> and I just pulled that out of the air, like no <laughs> rhyme or reason. <laughs> and Elizabeth, what's your guess? My mind is telling me 42. Elizabeth, now would be the time to just oh, just outbid Sean by one number. <laughs> <laughs> the answer was thirty-eight. No! Oh, yeah, oh my he wrote gosh. thirty-eight. The first thirty-eight issues of Spider-Man. Yeah, so thirty-eight is the answer. Wow, you guys were both really, really close. Yeah, no kidding. Sean got extremely lucky. Yeah, I'll, I'll go first again um, this time since I got that one. So that's that's the that's the rule. Okay, so Sean's got two. <laughs> Um, and my intention was not to bring you on here to have Sean pummel you no, in this okay. game. Elizabeth. Uh, uh, yeah, honestly, <laughs> yeah, like I'm, I'm just getting lucky on this. <laughs> okay. I really don't know that much about Spider Man. <laughs> um, uh, the Ultimate Spider Man was an alternative, an alternative universe Spider Man mm-hmm. from the early 2000s, mid 2000s, and it ran for several years. Mm-hmm. What? I'm sorry. How many issues of Ultimate Spider Man are there? Um, thirty-seven. <laughs> I I know that you usually go by five or six. Um, but I don't. I feel like it, it ran for a good number of years, but I don't know how many yeah. years. I'll I'll just I'll I'll say I'll I'll go a little bit lower this time. I'll say thirty. Okay. Yeah. Thirty issues. Elizabeth, your answer, please. <laughs> Because I was right there with you. Oh, my gosh. Um, I mean, again, the nice thing is if you think it's more, you just have to say 31. You don't have to get too close to it. So, 
Yeah, but you just have to know if it's higher than or you lower. That killer in- <laughs> you gotta have that killer instinct, Elizabeth. Yeah, trying to activate my spidey senses, but when it comes to math, they they're not here. They don't help me at all. Like taxes, <laughs> spidey senses are gone. Like it just, they're, they're not there. Um, I want to say let's go with twenty-five. I feel like that's low. The but- number is. 160. Oh my God. <laughs> 160 oh my God. issues of Ultimate Spider-Man. We're way yeah. off. Oh. That caught me off guard too. What? Yeah. That's well, I guess like Ultimate Spider-Man was like pretty good. Like Yeah. I I knew it was good, but I didn't realize it ran so good? long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Toby Maguire was the first actor to play Spider-Man in a Marvel movie and he started playing Spider-Man when he was 25 years old. Mhm. Okay, but he wasn't the oldest actor to play Spider-Man. Andrew Garfield was. Okay, how old was Andrew Garfield when The Amazing Spider-Man premiered? How oh. old was Tobey Maguire? Tobey Maguire was twenty-five when it started. Okay, when his run on Spider-Man started. Tom Holland, I think, is about twenty-five now. Yeah. So right, yeah, all playing teenagers. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's usually, that's, that's usually. That but if I way. shave, I mean, I'll be honest with you, I'm 39. If I shave my beard off, I could play a teenager tomorrow. <laughs> I've never looked like a teenager. Even when I was 14, people thought I was old enough to drink. Like I would go to Red Lobster and, and, uh, <laughs> can I get some cheddar bay biscuits and a, and a Miller light? <laughs> well, they had this like drink. Right? <laughs> they, they had this drink that I really liked that they had like a non-alcoholic version, like, but I didn't know that. And so I w- ordered that drink and she was like, Oh, do you want like tequila in it or whatever? And I was like, I'm 14. Can you do that? <laughs> so anyways, listen, two, two weeks ago, I went to the, the store to, to, uh, Take the, uh, there's a liquor store right here next to where my neighborhood is. Mm-hmm. I went to get ice mm-hmm. and I walked in and they're like, hey, uh, I know you're just buying ice, but I have to ask, like, can I see your ID? Because you you don't look 21. No. And I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, oh, thanks. I, it was actually, it was my 39th birthday. And I was like, hey, it's, I'm 39. <laughs> and, I, and he was like, oh, wow, get out of here. And I was like, yeah, I could have proved it to you without... Um, the ID because I'm wearing New Balance tennis shoes and I drive a minivan. Oh my God. So that's, that's the cake right there. That's the cake right, right there. <laughs> All right, back to Andrew Garfield. Yeah, How yeah. old was Andrew Garfield when he played Spider Man? I'm going to say 29. I'm going to say 27. <laughs> the answer is 29. Oh my God. John. John. Elizabeth is John like never going to come Spider-Man. back on the show because she's like, you guys just kick my ass on this and no mercy. And I, as long as I get I, one, it's all right. It's okay. Right. We will I keep put, asking I until I get one. Purposely, <laughs> I purposely like created this document in a folder other than our shared folder so Sean wouldn't have access to the answers, yeah. and I feel like he can see my screen. <laughs> Not at all. Wow. Okay. Uh, here's the next mm-hmm. one. What issue did? Of the Amazing Spider-Man, what issue of the Amazing Spider-Man did Gwen Stacy die in? Oh. And I'll give you a hint: there were 800 issues of the Amazing Spider-Man, so it's somewhere between one and 800. <laughs> That's a great hint. Um, I'm going to say 103. I'm going to say 482. <laughs> The correct answer is 121. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I figured it would happen, like, later, later. But I'm thinking, like, later, 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 apparently. Oh, my God. I am so sorry. Like, this is, like, this is the luckiest I've ever been, like, in a game. <laughs> I, I No, this is, it's good. Hey, this, it's not... It's it's it, it's not maybe informational as I wanted it to be, but at least it's going to be funny. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Okay. Um, so Sean and I, we both grew up with um, uh, the early morning, the X Men, the animated series mm-hmm. cartoon. Okay, uh, we loved that. Mm-hmm. Not uh, not too long after that, uh, Fox Morning Show, Fox Mo- Saturday Morning Cartoons, also had a Spider Man. Uh, TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, what year did the Spider-Man cartoon premiere on Fox Saturday Morning Cartoons? Nineteen ninety. 
I'm thinking like 1972. The one that I'm referring to to started on ni- in 1994. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know what? You know what? No, hold on. <laughs> Let me. I'm thinking about like the the pointing Spider-Man, like the. Oh, that like one. The, the Spider-Man, Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Spider-Man and his amazing friends premiered in 1981 and ran to 1983. Uh, we're going to go ahead and give that one to Elizabeth because Sean would have outbid uh, <laughs> because of the confusion. How about that? I'll take that. I'll okay. take it. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I got two more. I got two more. Maybe okay. maybe we can redeem ourselves. Yes. Because uh, Ultraviolet is about a symbiote. Okay. Okay. Whew. What issue was the first appearance of Venom? Remember, 1 to 800. Let me say this. Elizabeth, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I, I don't know if you want to change it up to... <laughs> she's, she's, uh, yeah, you got the issue back there. You're looking it up. <laughs> oh, I know this. No, Sean, you can go first. Okay. Um, I'll just stick with a hundred and three again. Like I don't, I, I really don't know. I, I, I feel like he came in a little bit later, but I don't know how much later. Like, it, I'll be honest, because the uh, I've read Spider-Man comics, but I never really read one with Venom in it, and so that's the one area of Spider-Man world that I'm not too familiar with, and so I have no idea like how early he came into the scene. No, so I'll just go with 103. <laughs> okay, because um, it has to be earlier because a lot of the Venom designs that are in this book are like old, like. Remember, remember that you are very young, though. <laughs> I know, I know. So, like, so what is old to you may not be as old like, as you think it like is. The old classic design, like like the right. very early stages of comics. The the, um, the comics where every sentence ended with an exclamation point. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. The ones where like you you really could not get those wet because if you did, then you are as well. Like your comics ruined. Yeah, right. Um, I want to say. 82. Venom first appeared in Amazing Spider-Man number 300. Oh my 300 gosh. exactly. Dang. It is. You know what? My next answer is just going to be one, so that way okay. it was... <laughs> <laughs> Be careful now, because... Well, here's the, this one is going to be the biggest... This is going to be the biggest number. Okay. So, like, you... One dollar, like, maybe she overbids and maybe one dollar wins it. So, okay. like, let's... All right. Okay. Here's the deal. Last one. Okay. What is the box office total, the world box office total for the first Spider-Man film released in 2002? Box office still unfair total. Because with Liz was three. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I did, that that kind of made me feel old now. Because I, no <laughs> I was in high school when that came out. Of it, unfortunately. <laughs> I was not. Uh, I was already. Being. I was already in college, so. I will say 100 million. Like that's too high. But then again, I ah ah. <laughs> I want to say like no. It's, it's more. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there's this, this some allergies oh, in this I, room. I, I have allergies too. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we can't be in the you. same room. This is a Zoom call. <laughs> Let's shoot for. We'll do 150 million. The correct answer is 825 Yay! million. No. That was the no. World Box Office total. Oh, yeah. It was an extremely popular film. Oh, my gosh. So, congratulations to you, Liz. <laughs> I'll take the it. The eighth time is a charm. <laughs> Okay. Uh, <laughs> Before we let you go, Liz, we want to say thank you for coming on uh, and sharing with you know the, your journey with Ultraviolet and, and your experience as uh, an actress. Mm-hmm. Can you let our listeners know where we can find your work, you and your work online? 
Yeah, absolutely. So if you want the digital copy, it's completely free on Webtoon. Um, if you just type in, I believe, Ultraviolet into Webtoon as because of our fan base exploding like it is, it should be the first thing that pops up, which is mm-hmm. pretty cool. Um, if you do want physical copies, we do sell them in our store, um, which is Big Cartel Ultraviolet Universe. Um, and they're they're always there. And that's that's pretty much where you can find us for now until we mm-hmm. venture out. So any any Instagrams or TikToks oh, yeah. to, to drop? Um so we want to focus mainly like on the ultraviolet TikTok. Because I think a lot of people don't know that I have a team of seven behind me. And they think that I'm doing it all by myself, but I'm not. I, I love my team. They're amazing. Um, mm-hmm. So our Instagram is the Ultraviolet Universe. And our TikTok mm-hmm. is the Ultraviolet Universe. And our Twitter is the UV Universe because there's not enough characters on Twitter. For the <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Interesting. Twitter's always trying to shortchange you on their characters. Yes. And, we'll, and we'll, put those, we'll put links to those in the show notes as well, too. So. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. And thank you again for for coming on. This was a lot of fun. I'm sorry that you didn't do better on the game. <laughs> I usually I bomb games, Liz. Like, it's yeah. It's okay. It's okay. I had to make you look good. We'll, we'll have me. something. <laughs> we'll have something better the next time we get a chance to have you yeah. on. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, that's going to wrap up another episode of the Caption Life. We hope you enjoyed listening. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button on whatever major podcast platform you listen to us on, and you can also follow us on Twitter and instagram at caption life and if you like what we're doing give us a shout out tag us in a post for more info about us and all of our previous episodes please visit us on thecaptionlife.com until next time go to webtoons and check out ultraviolet do it yes you can do you it can. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs>